But this morning I I uh, I woke up refreshed. I I know sometimes we wake up and there's things that are on our mind, but it's a good thing when you can wake up and the only thing you have on your mind is serving Jesus. And I I'm a firm believer you're supposed to take care of those things that are are, are binding you the night before so you can wake up afresh, but it doesn't always happen that way. And I am determined this morning to express something, and I want you to help me with it. Because 2020 represents the year of faith and trust in relationships. And we are a people about relation and relationship. And I need you to really hear me this morning because I want to bring understanding that there are relationships that you can trust. And there's relationships that you are working on a trust level. There are things that you are going to say and do in relationships that you're close to, that you wouldn't otherwise speak in the acquaintance or a relationship that are new. Now, I, I want you to hear that there are things that you and I are going to do because of who we are. But God is more interested in those things that we're going to do because of what we have become in him. Are you with me? In other words, I do things different than I did 35, 40 years ago before I gave my life to Christ. Now I'm working on doing those things that God has ordained or he's pushing me to become and a part of. Now, I really want you to hear there are things in our lives that we are constantly going over and over and we're trying to overcome, overthrow or overcome. Uh, in other words, there's things in our life that we want to push out because all it has been for us is hindrance. There's things in our life that we know have to leave in order for you and I to move forward, to advance. There's things that we are looking for God to change because, listen to me, we have not the ability or the power and authority to do so. Amen. And this morning, I just want to... Push something at you. Look at somebody and say, the pastor's going to push something. Now, you have, the, you have the ability to receive it. But here, our mission is to reach and what? Transform lives through the love of Jesus Christ. Amen? And we do that through connect, grow, serve, and celebrate as our model. And I want to push that this morning. I want to create an environment that says we're going to connect, we're going to grow, we're going to serve and celebrate because we want to reach and transform. But transformation starts with you and I. Amen? And in that, there's a relationship that is interwoven according to the things of God that I want to, again, share this morning. And in the book of John, 1 John, verse 1. It says, this is the message we hear from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light, and there is no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God 
but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth, but if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleansed us from all sin. Verse 8, if we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves, not living the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Verse 10 says, if we claim we have no sin, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. Mm. What an what a awesome passage of Scripture. And I want to put some things in perspective according to the things that I alluded to earlier. Listen, we must bring understanding that God wants relationship with us. He desires relationship with us. He puts things in perspective in the Scripture according to how you and I are to work together. Amen? We're to work together to create cultures, and we're to create environments, and we are, are to cultivate things in our lives to bring forth the blessings that he has provided. And I am one of this persuasion. When we walk near to God in his holiness and in his righteousness, we can sense at best a mixture of sin and righteousness, whether it's in our own life or in the lives of those that are around us. Now, the Scripture, it puts it pretty plain. It says the message of Christ is the declaring that God is light, and there is no darkness in all, all of it. So when we think about the darkness aspect of it versus the light. We're thinking about those things that represents what is good and what is bad. And I don't know about you, but I think about this all the time. There is good in my life that I struggle with because it's contention with the, the bad in Oh, amen. In other words, sometimes you look at some of the things that <laughs> that you've done well and you got talked about, you got beat up as a result of it, and you're saying, my goodness, why am I going this route when all I'm doing is getting prosecuted? Anybody? Sometimes you, you, you're putting your best foot forward and all it has brought you is grief. All it has brought you is people, I mean, I don't know about you, but I like some of my relationships that doesn't uh, appear to be uh, uh, available. Anybody have those kind of folks in your life that you thank God they at a distance? Amen. No, I'm the only one. You thank God they out there. You you love them. You appreciate what they do in your life, but thank God they in another state. Okay, now y'all real. They in another state, and all you can do is pick up and call and talk to them. But my goodness, when they show up in town, and you know you have to relate to them, you know you have to have <laughs> some form of connect. So you have to understand that when that transpires, all God is doing is helping you with who you are. Because who you become 
you have to operate out of. In other words, the things that God has shown you in his word now have to really affect the way you think according to who you are. Because some people only are affected by who you are. In other words, a lot of people know me as George, not as pastor. I like it that way. Because the minute I say I'm a pastor, everything changes. I can be in the middle of a conversation and someone asks me, what is your occupation? I like to say I'm retired. Amen. And it would be true. If I say I'm, a re- I'm, re- I'm, a re- I'm retired, they said, you're too young to retire. I said, well, I retired almost 15 years ago. Amen. They said, what? <laughs> yes. But listen, I don't like to say that I'm a pastor because all of a sudden people begin to actually relate to me according to a pastoral uh, 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 oh, amen. instead of George. Now, listen to me. I need, to, need every one of us to understand. I don't care what your position is. Your personality, your character will always interact with your position. So I really, I really want you to understand that there's things in your life that God wants to perfect. And he wants to perfect them because they're going to affect the things that you are going to say and the things that you're going to do. Now, I want to focus on, on, on a, a portion of Scripture that I think is really, I mean, I've been looking for this portion of Scripture for a long, long time. And now I have it, and I'm going to preach it. Is it all right? I want us to look at verse 7 again. Verse 7. Verse 7 said, if we are living in the light, as God is in the light. Now, look at this now. If we are, oh, my goodness. If we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then we will have fellowship with God. I said that when we will have what? Fellowship with God. Then we will have fellowship with who? Now watch this. What that tells me is when you understand God is in the light, because watch this, Jesus said he was a light, but then when you and I embrace Jesus, the scripture says we become the light. Are you with me? So in other words, the relationship has, that has taken a turn or it has advanced us from being a part of the light to being the light. Now, hear the scripture. I love this verse of the scripture because it talks about how you and I need to conduct ourselves now that we have become who God has said he wants us to be because he desires relationship. The God that we serve Oh, my goodness. Wants who relate to us. And listen to me. I love it because it says here that he's light. He's in it. Are you with me? And it says as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. You've heard your pastor keep saying, have you seen God lately? And the answer to that is no. No. According to seeing God in, a, in, in what we consider the natural, something that is tangible. You will never see God in the natural because God is a spirit. 
The scripture says God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in what? But if God is in us, then the attributes of God begin to show forth out of our actions and out of our speech. Therefore, we now have something to relate to. In other words, I keep saying, if you know how to treat God, you'll know how to treat me. If you see God in light of the word and his scripture, then you should see me in the same fashion. But sometimes you're not going to see each other in that same fashion because darkness is always, oh my goodness, there with light. I like to think of this. Darkness and light, day and night, will always exist in our life. And listen, from a child's standpoint, in most cases, if you don't teach a child time, they will look at the day and night as their activity and when, oh my goodness, if things happen. My, I mean, I have four children. In the summertime, we struggle because it doesn't get light, dark to 10 o'clock. So they thought, well, it's summertime, it's daytime, we can stay up to t- t- as long as there's light. Are y'all with me? In other words, they're looking at and they're performing according to the, 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 the day and night. But listen to me. Sometimes when you're teaching, you have to teach according to what is and what operates in there. You actually function accordingly. Listen. There are people in my life that I love being a part of. How many got people like that? And there's other people in my life that I'm saying, look, God, I thank you for what you provide. And I thank you for the growth that they produce. But, Lord, I thank you for giving me the opportunity and the skill set to really function in and around them. Now, if you don't do that, something's wrong with you. Or you become angry with, the, with, with relationships that are going to help you grow. When you look at this, it says that God is light and that in light, there's fellowship with one another. In other words, there's things that God wants us to embrace because he wants us to be a part of each other's life because we are our comfort. We are our strength. Listen to me. I thank God for my wife because when I'm down, she's my picker up. Amen. My wife has a left hook that just won't quit. In other words, she has the ability to speak things into my life that will cause me to say, George, listen to me. That was stupid, but listen to me. You've got better things to do. Are y'all with me? In other words, I need you to see this morning that there are things that God said, if you would embrace me because I'm light, if you would embrace me, I will show you fellowship with your brothers. I will show you fellowship with your sisters that will help you and not bring harm to you. Listen, you got to know that there are things that you sow into every day. There are people that you sow into every day. There are things that you sow into every day. Listen to me, that coffee pot has to have coffee. Amen? But you like the benefit of what it produces. Amen. Some won't talk to us. Listen, I I know people in my life that if they don't have a cup of coffee, don't bother them. Don't talk to them until after they have been juiced up by some caffeine. Oh, see, some of y'all just like that. 
You let somebody call you before. Let somebody want to have a conversation with you prior to you getting juiced up with that caffeine. You'll be going, hey, listen, listen, I love you, but right now I just need to get my fix. Amen? But let me ask you this question. How many of us do the same way with our, our walk with Christ? How many of you get up in the morning instead of getting a, uh, uh, that first drink of coffee, get a first drink of God? Are you with me? How many of you are really looking for what God will do as a result of giving him the first fruit? When we give God the first fruit, what we're saying is, is Lord, listen to me. I know that my life is a mess without you. I know I need to be a message today because right now I don't really feel like it. I don't feel like being... I feel like a mess, and I want to be a message, but I feel like a mess. So give me something to be a message on the day. Okay. Now, let, let me say this. Let me, let me go to my notes just for a second, because I need you to recognize that there are things in your life that you sow into because of the benefit, and the benefit only. It doesn't do anything else for you. Are you with me? I love my automobile, but I put gas in it because I needed to take me to um, point B. Amen? I don't live in my, I'm not living out of my car. I don't spend all my time in my car. So I use that. I invest in that because of what it benefits me. Amen? So I put gas in it so to get. Now watch this. There are relationships in your life that you do the same thing. You pour into it because all you want out of it is that one thing. If it stops, then it becomes irrelevant. Are you with me? Listen to me. There's nothing wrong with that if you don't want to advance who you are in God. But if you want to go farther in God, watch this. You need to take that relationship and see what you can pour into it without receiving something from it. In other words, there's a relationship in my life that I don't mind pouring into it. And some I struggle to pour into that's just being real. That's being transparent. Amen? But what real and being transparent does, it creates a healthy environment, creates a healthy you. It allows you to see that there are things in your life that you're going to struggle with, but God has provided help. I said God has provided help. There's people in your life that will challenge you. Don't kick those people out. Embrace them. Because the challenge is, creates growth. Okay. Are y'all with me? Oh, come on, clap your hands into the Lord, my goodness. But you got to understand something. In, in, when you look at night and day, when you look at darkness and light, you have to understand that they oppose themselves. But listen to me. If light shows up, darkness got to go. Period. Darkness exists. Period. But it's as a result of where it's located. <laughs> According to our Earth's atmosphere, and, and it spins on its axle, we have to experience night and day. It's true. Because as the Earth rotates in a 24-hour span, listen to me, you're going to experience night and day. But watch this. We can have <laughs> we can have darkness at some point, but we can always have light. 
No matter how, many, how often it's spent, we can always have light. You know why? Because we have created something called artificial light to keep darkness at bay. Okay. Are you with me? So when darkness comes, you turn on the light. Amen? And instead of having to compete with darkness, you have light. Now watch this. In our lives and in our relationship, they're going, they're going to be times of darkness. But if you're in the light, darkness will never, never be an issue. Uh, it'll always, always be something that you know you can overthrow by hitting the switch. So, when that person becomes something that you don't want in your life, turn on the light. Amen. <laughs> I was, you know, sometimes when I'm going to preach something, I use my children or my wife <laughs> as a prop. Amen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes my wife gets angry at me, and sometimes I don't know how to handle it. Anybody have a spouse like that? Sometimes they get mad and you don't know how to handle it. You just want to get mad with them. Amen. Come on. Yeah, I see that. You want to get mad with them, but you, you know the word of God says. Be angry with sin not. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. But you're saying this is a juicy one. Come on, how many of you have some good, juicy arguments? Amen. They relate to who's going to be victorious, right? I'm going to stand my ground. And in the back of your mind, you're hearing God says, you better stop. You're pushing it. Sometimes we don't see the resolve. We just see the argument. We just see the things that are going to continue to perpetuate what we're trying to stop. But what we really need to see is what we're going to do to advance our relationship and create an environment, atmosphere, and a culture that speaks volume for success and not failure. We have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. In other words, the time in fellowship, the time that we bring fellowship to one another, we are looking at how the word of God is going to bring settlement. And I said, late, said, said earlier that there are things that you have invested in that will come back to help the resolve or help, I mean, the resolution. Are you with me? Now, in Galatians 6, verse 7, it says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. Are you all with me? But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from what? Say it. It says if we claim. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is a beautiful thing. We just got back last night from Orcas Island. I didn't even know the place exists. Amen? 
Orchid, I mean, it's, it's just out in the middle of nowhere. As a matter of fact, you have to take an hour ferry ride to get there. Amen? But when you get there, you feel alone. Amen? Until you interact with the population. And I'm telling you what, these people really love people. Amen? And they do things that you just, just don't, I mean... They found out we were celebrating our anniversary. They brought candy. They took a picture of, 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 uh, uh, um, of the island right then and there, had it posted on and made a card. from. I mean, it wasn't one of these cards you, you pick up off the, uh, the shelf at Walmart. It, it, it was something that they created right there in the office. They, I mean, they, and every one of them. Every one of the employees signed it. I mean, just because I said something, just because a question were a question was answered, I said, "Why are here?" I said, "We're celebrating uh, almost thirty-five years of marriage." But I said, "Who deserves what you are providing?" Within ourselves, we have invested in our lives. And I tell you, what we have together, we cherish that. Those that are on the outside, that's a choice that they have. Whether they want to invest in it. That was an investment. Because here's someone that don't know us from Adam, but they appreciate what we have accomplished. They appreciate what we now are celebrating. You'll be amazed that if you would just understand how vital being there for someone that you have no clue as to who they are, you'll be amazed at how your life has brought hope in a way that may not exist prior. I was glad when I was, was, was entering into the military, someone says, George, you're going to make it regardless of the way things look right now. There was somebody in my most troubling time that said, hey, it's not going to always be like this. That's relationship. I said, that's relationship. That's, that's, that's that. How many have uh, folks that you understand? Because I was saying to my wife the other day, I said, listen to me. If I wasn't saved, you wouldn't like me. Amen? Hello? I said, if, you didn't, if I didn't know God, I wouldn't be the George you know me as now. Amen? As a matter of fact, I can tell you stories. I can tell you all some stories that, man, it would turn your whole idea of who I am around. And I've been delivered. You understand what I'm saying? In other words, sometimes people need to be quiet about who they are and talk more about who they become. Because watch this, some people can't handle the truth. Some people can't handle the fact that that used to be, amen, because some people think that you're going to stay that way regardless. That's the tag they have with alcoholics. Once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. That's a lie. If you believe that, then that's so, so be it. But if God has delivered me from alcohol, I'm no longer uh, bound. I'm free. He that the Son sets free is free indeed. It's not free to say I'm an alcoholic. It's free to say that I'm no longer bound by that. 
Are y'all with me? Now, let me finish this thing well. You have to understand that we're looking at this year as to be a, a year of relationship or, or, or understanding relationships or putting things in perspective according to how God wants the fellowship. Then we have to really grasp the faith and the trust in relationships. There's people in my life that I love, but I don't trust them with everything. Not only is it good for me, but it's good for them. Why set them up to fail? Why put something in their hand that you know that they can't or have the ability to accomplish? Are you with me? That's why it's good to know who and what role people play in your life in the relationship. Uh, are you with me? Now, with saying that, you have to know that when you're trusting somebody, you're trusting them through God and not through your own opponent. Amen? In other words, when I put things in people's hands that I want them to trust with them, I am actually putting them in their hands and I'm saying, God, help them. Uh, okay. Lord, help them, but not only help them, but help me. Because if they do drop the ball, I need to be in the right place to ensure that that ball gets picked back up and not get dropped and rolled down the street. Some relationships have been destroyed because of one failure. Aren't you glad God's not like that? There's something called repentance. Amen? And in 1 John 1 and 9, it says, If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to for what? And cleanse us from what? Amen. Come on, clap your hands unto the Lord.